I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Everybody get ready. A big roll for Matthew Pavlis. Going to do something special. Greg Gordon does. Fitzpatrick breaks. They can go square. Long kick. How will it bounce? It's good for a goal. I vomited all over myself. Oh. To see what Richmond's done to me. Blifton, no, listen, listen, listen. Welcome to Clicking Balls. Round 23 of the AFL season wrapped up, and I'm glad we delayed this by uh, 24 hours because there's been a massive 24 hours. It has. But, yeah. uh, I'm, my, glad, I'm glad we made that executive decision. My name's Heath, and the first question I ask every week is, what is your highlight of the week? So, Brenton, what was your highlight of the week? Well, I mean... Being a true Richmond supporter, you know, going to every match this this uh, year, it was definitely Mario from Doncaster. Uh, brilliant, absolutely brilliant, <laughs> yeah. wasn't it? Pretty sure he's got a feature in an intro too. So yeah, it would have been the first thing, you, last thing you've heard before Heath's voice. Um, and even if I mean, obviously it's a stitch up, but fucking hilarious. Oh no, it was great, and I've seen it shared on so many different platforms. Yeah. It's been on the Herald Sun, it's been on Triple M. Well, it's like the original troll job, you know, ring up Talkback Radio and trying to get yeah. them to. To believe the whatever you're saying, well, so the fact that, he that dude. does it every week as well. Yeah. But what's amazing is, like I said, it was shared on the Triple M page. It's a rival radio station, yeah, and they're happy to pump <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly, that's yeah. how good it was. Yeah, and you see it on Reddit as well. So whenever anything makes Reddit, it means it's uh, must be you know either really fucked up or pretty funny. <laughs> uh, Josh, your highlight from the weekend past? Oh, it's a non-footy one, which uh, given North's performance isn't surprising, but. Um, I think I've mentioned before that uh, Dan Ricardo did the shoey when he got a, a podium uh, in the last Grand Prix. The German, was it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, and he's uh, he's up on the podium again for Belgium, and he's pulled the shoe off and filled it with champagne. And a uh, fellow Aussie, Mark Webber, who's uh, retired a few years back, has gone to congratulate him. And uh, Ricardo's presented him with the shoe and uh, said, go on, mate, have a bit of a swig. And he's like, I'm not having that. And then... Uh, Ricardo appeals to the crowd, he's like, come on, he's got her. And they start chanting, and he's thrown it down and had the foulest look on his face. But, yeah, uh, yeah there was a, a very Australian moment right there. And let's be honest, when when Weber was trying to deny it, he had the most perfect form of doing a shoe I've ever seen in my life. Didn't, didn't spill a drop on the suit, had even almost had the pinky finger out while holding the base of the shoe. Puma right there, front and centre. He knew exactly what he was doing. Got the sponsors happy. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what, Ricardo's Puma sponsorship has skyrocketed. Oh, the best thing was the disgust of Nico Rosberg, the German, who came first. And, oh, it, it was and Hamilton was third, who's the Englishman. So that, it, like they just didn't get it, and and yeah, obviously Weber knew what was going on. He's like, I can't say no. Like this is just the spot where your country will hate you if you turn this down. Well, honestly, that's the best part. That uh, you know, if if it was just uh, you know a couple of blokes around their home, or whatever, it's pretty gross. Well, like, mm-hmm. if you've been running or sweating in a rank. shoe for a couple of hours, but if you get a chance to gross out and freak out a German. I can go for it. What you know, whatever it takes. It's a tough job to gross out a German. I know, right? They see some shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Nico Rosberg see some shit more... done some things. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Nico spends more than five minutes in Germany every ten years. But uh, yeah, even exactly. so, here's the flag. Yeah, actually, he's most of the time in Monaco, so he's French. Fuck him. 
Um, we'll, we'll go briefly back to the footy. Um, we will talk about round 23 very quickly, I think, because yeah. there's only a few games that had, had interest in them. <laughs> Um, yep. And there's so much else going on, yeah. being it's uh, coming up to finals time. But, Let's be honest, we all watch the same games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, let's start with the Crows and West Coast on Friday night. West Coast were damn impressive. Wow. From uh, oh, full back to full forward, they were impressive everywhere. And just switched it on. And it was it was almost the one game that knew we came back and then we went out. That was enough to switch them back on. And it was the unlikely suspects that have just stepped up too. Oh, I, I had them written off. I thought without Nick Nat, they'd be ducking. Sure. Yeah. For sure. Spanked. Well, they were yep. just good everywhere. Apparently Adelaide thought the same thing. Well, it was things like Shannon Hearn's been turning on for like the last few weeks. And, I mean, you look at him, you think he's 40 years old. Probably <laughs> uh, the coach or the runner has just escaped onto the field in the uniform or something. But he was doing like the, the hard work and setting up plays, which, I mean, I haven't watched a ton of Eagles games this, this year, but it was generally not his role. But he stepped up, and, and that's, the, that's the people and the efforts that have come mm. out of it. And between Gaff and Prittis, 74 touches. Yeah. Not a bad fucking well, I was say, When I was watching the game, I reckon Prittis gets 90% of his touches standing still. Yeah. So, as in, he gets the ball standing still and yep. he gives it off without moving. He's the his front and centre work is awesome. Yeah. Mm. That's and, what it is. you know, an instruction. Yeah. He knows where to place himself as well to set up those plays. Well, just so much of it is yeah. just, he's not a running player at all. And look, the, where, where West Coast have, have always sort of had that little edge, but injuries have depleted them, was across the back line. But they had one young player step up in Brass. Brass. He got the rising start yeah, nod as well. And well-deserved as well. Like His game was sensational. And Maston as well, stepping up. CM Punk, as we call him. Yeah, yeah. CM Punk, Maston. Yeah. <laughs> completely see it too. Um, yeah, so that was really impressive to see those step up across half-back. And like you said, across the lines, they were just dominating. And you did like... You always knew they had that talent, but for some reason it switched off and they've turned it back on again to, to everyone's surprise. But the thing, everyone's always talked about Adelaide's forward line, how deadly it is. Between yep. Betts, Jenkins and Walker, two goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. If you can do that to Adelaide, you've, you've won the game. Yeah, and it's a team effort to be able to do that as well. Yep. It's not just one mm. player stepping up. Just blanketed. Yeah, it was looking good back there. Though. Had a little bit of McGovern on McGovern action. Exactly, well. yep, yep. It was good to see. And both of them were hitting hard, weren't they? Yep. Both of them looked like they're a bit I don't know, Canadian or... Well, there's been a few times where uh, West Coast Eagles McGovern, who's Jeremy, I believe. Yeah. I could be wrong. Fuck that. Um, West Coast Eagles McGovern is uh, knock somebody over and then he helped them back up. You know, they say, come yeah. on, mate, you've got to show, <laughs> some, show some fire. Yeah. Your brother? Nah, fuck that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Rub his face in You it. stay down there, you little cunt. Yeah. You stole my G.I. Joe. And what about Giles and Lissette stepping up in, in the wake who of... Who the fuck is Giles? Exactly. I know, right? Yeah. What the fuck's going on there? Speaking of people who look like the 40-year-old old, old men, Giles is one of them. And he stepped up, done amazing things all around the ground, not just in the middle as well. Calling him a journeyman was an insult to the term journeyman. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he was nearly best on ground. I, yeah, I think exactly. he, he led or came second in the super coach points or some shit like that. Yeah, and that's after he had like maybe one season that he did something with GWS before yeah, he's come across two teams there. ago. Yeah, exactly. So uh, uh, for him to be able to actually get a go and perform like he did, it's pretty impressive. Actually, very impressive. It's, it's unbelievable. Let's that as well. Let's that did really well. It, it was against mm. Sauce Bottle uh, yeah. as well, um, Jacobs, yeah. who's a good ruckman. Yeah, yeah. It, it was funny watching the broadcast, but Channel 7 have their predictions pre-game. Yeah. I, thought oh, no, we were, no. I thought we were bad at predictions. No, no, Fox, <laughs> it was Fox Footy. Was it Fo- yeah, it's Fox, Fox Footy. Put on. Those, yeah. I thought yeah. we were bad, but they just completely got the opposite of every single one. They whiffed. Yeah. Whiffed hard. And the big one was Wellingham, who Wellingham had an outstanding game, I yeah. thought. And was surprising because usually he does half good, half shit. Yeah. But he was really, really solid through the whole game, and they needed that. Shakes up the finals at all. Yeah, uh, really does now. Yeah, because but now I, you got to consider West Coast like, yeah. if they can play like that, oh, fucking anything could happen. Yeah. I mean, they were struggling with no wins over top eight sides yeah. like a month ago. 
Now they've beaten three top four sides yeah. in three weeks. Yeah. And on That's the other amazing. side of it, with the Crows, I thought both the Crouchers stood up and did. They, they fought hard the whole game. And there were the few that did. I think between them, they had 17 tackles or something like that. Something they lost some mistakes, mm. but I mean, they're in there fighting until the end, which, I mean, without Sloan in there, someone had to step up. Not enough did, but yeah. um, they would definitely put their hand up. Well, Sloan might make a slight difference, but not 29 points. Yeah, today. exactly. No, and, no, and not no. the way it was. Like, 29 points was flattering, to be honest. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it was a domination. Especially if, in in their home ground as look, well, which if, is yeah. If Jack Darling kicks straight, it's a fifty point win. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jack Darling still reminds me of like Styler or something from the old Heroes <laughs> series. Um, so it was it was a great game, but I mean the Crows will take the week off and regroup, yeah. and they've got a home final against North. And but thank um, God for that game fine. though, because it's made like the the final series from beginning to end very very exciting. Yeah, but it was also worth watching. Yeah, exactly. which uh, yeah. you know, unlike and disbelief the... was going fuck. West Coast have turned it back around. Yeah. God damn it. But it was good to watch, unlike the Geelong Melbourne game. Um, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, West Coast didn't look this good last year than they have in the last three weeks. Yeah. Um, but on to Cats and Demons. Uh, there's a little bit of hope here. I watched the first five minutes, and even though it was, I think, two goals each in the first five minutes, but yep. you could see it like, nah, yeah. this is not turning out. That there was way. a bit of cue in the rack, I think. Um, it was Paul Ruse's last game as coach. Yep. It's a bit funny, Paul Ruse. And they said, you know, one of the great modern day coaches. And I thought, how many coaches would I put ahead of him? Here's the thing. With Paul Roos at Melbourne, I think he just didn't fuck with shit. Yeah, that's and it. And it works out. That's it. Just recruit. Don't fuck with shit. It's going to take like, time. Oh, he's done brilliant. I mean, well, they got pick three yeah. or pick two for it's James like, Frawley. Like, do you remember that Not episode bad. of um, was with Anthony Bourdain explains how to cook a steak? Yes. And he's like, you put it on the grill. You're like, you Three minutes. It, three minutes. And then just don't touch it. You leave the fucking <laughs> steak alone. You leave it alone. You prepare it. You, you just leave it there to do its fucking work. Yeah. It's simple, but so many coaches have fucked it up. Yeah. yeah. Um, Good he, coaches too. Well, I guess through his reputation being a premiership coach, he's come in and said, all right, here's what we're going to do. Yeah. And the board's got the fuck out of his way. And said, all right, you've got two, three years. Yeah. Go for yeah. it. Yeah, he has respect as well. well pretty much there. though. I mean, the previous um, coaches had three, you know, top five draft picks. And they yeah. had Scully, who legged it after one year. Yeah. Trengrove, who got fucked up good and proper. Yeah. Um, in more ways than one, they made him captain his second year, which yeah. fucked him. <laughs> yeah. Then he fucked his leg up. I think he played only a, a handful of games this year. Yeah. And come back. And the other one was Jack Watts. Yep. who they fucked up by making him the Messiah and throwing him under the bus. Oh, that was yeah. a bullseye he's, on his fucking He's back. only just come good now. Yeah. Whereas opposed to Paul Roos, who got Petraka, who yep. took a year, but he's come good. Yep. Jesse Hogan won the NAB Rising Star. Yeah. And one other whose name I've just gone blank on. Um, Brayshaw? Brayshaw, yes, Brayshaw, yep. who had he's, a he's fantastic year. Um, so they can't get uncle's there. son or whatever. Yeah, uncle nephew. But when we're talking about, you know, who'd you put ahead of him? I go, oh, well, obviously Clarkson. I mean, yeah, you have to. You have to. Yeah. Lee Matthews? I'm like, yeah, okay. Oh, we're yeah, talking all time. I think no, we're no. just talking about this generation. All time. Mo- modern. Yeah. So I, I think modern is 90 onwards. Yeah, modern's generally termed as like 20, 30 years or something. Or, or AFL era. Yeah, Let's no. just go with that. Um, for she- a re- research perspective, you can only use sources from 20 years ago. So yeah. we'll go with that. Sheeds. Yeah, yeah. Put sheets yeah, you got to put sheets yeah, in there, let's be honest. the old era and modern era. Hey, look, look, look how good GWS line. is going now. He set that whole system Absolutely. up like, from the ground up. Yep. So even if he, he, he's before happy even, to be behind the scenes and setting these things up. Before they even credit. signed a player. Yeah. Mm. And yep, now he's there. back at uh, Essendon as and well. He, was aware, he, he created that whole scene in Sydney as well. Remember he was there giving it to the NRL yep. people. He was there yep. creating the scene. But he was, exactly on what he was, doing, the, and he he was in the papers. It. He yep. fucking nailed it. Whereas um, they were a year behind Gold Coast, and Gold Coast had Carmichael Hunt too. Yeah, yeah. And now 
Gold yeah, Coast are fucked. Exactly. Look at what, what what he did there. He went down to Western Sydney and went, all right, we're building uh, apartments right around the Oval. Yep. So all our players yeah. can stay here. We've yep. got complete control of these young kids. Not going to fuck up like like <laughs> what apparently has been happening up at Gold Coast. And I mean, from the whispers inside the AFL, everyone knew about that for a long time yep. too. Yeah. It was just a matter of getting out. But they seem like they're mates too. I mean, they're, they're yeah. mates who are cunts to everyone else. Yep. Which, in a footy team, that's exactly what you want. Exactly. You don't want Western Sydney to embrace that culture and get out to those games like, and yeah. really embrace that team because they're like, really good. Not like Parramatta's doing much at the moment. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, I've only just seen yeah. the odds on... He's the West there. Tigers, and that's only because I looked it up. <laughs> so, so anyway, the Cats flogged the Demons. Um, yeah. A lot of bags, bags of goals kicked this weekend too, which is good to see again. Yeah, like, I think this game was the only chance Dangerfield had to miss out on the Brownlow. Yeah. And he killed it. So but Also, top two. I mean, anyway. Long, they had to nail it for this one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the other way you miss out, you're right. It's, it's if he punches someone. someone. Yeah. And, and uh, even then, as long as it was just a forceful push with an open hand, they probably would have fived him out of it. I think he, yeah. he would have got the five defence yeah. Yeah. easily, no matter what he did. Yeah. Um, Essendon and Collingwood. Well, Essendon showed a lot. Uh, sorry, Essendon and Carlton. Yeah. Um, Essendon showed a lot. Um, yeah. Had a lot of promise, and they had all the run, all the emotion. Yeah, um, Carlton were just looking for the looking for the game. Yeah, and look, the way I sort of wrapped it up was that Essendon just took the edge off their season for their supporters. Yeah, they, yep. it was a harsh season, and you're going to go in pretty disappointed. They've beaten Carlton, who's oh. a traditional rival, so that's okay. That's always good for them. I mean, it's always Essendon, uh, Collingwood, Carlton, and, and Richmond that are fighting so, out that Melbourne scene. So not only have they managed to score a win over Carlton, they've also managed to keep the number one draft pick by exactly point yep. six <laughs> yep. percent or some shit. Yeah. I tell you what, I'm I'm much more bullish on Essendon next year than I know you two are, but yep. they're, they're going to play finals next year. Definitely. Oh, such a good side. That. I can guarantee you I'll never be bullish, bullish on Essendon ever. <laughs> well, I, I don't rate them, but then again, not, none of us have been 100% successful or even 35%. We'll get to the, the pre-season predictions uh, later on as well. Um, not much more to say about that game. Speaking of which, Sydney versus Richmond, Walker Park. <laughs> I think the the best sum it up was Mario from Doncaster. Yeah, Mario from um, Doncaster says enough. I don't think you need to go anymore. No. Well, the only thing I had to say about it was that all we had to play for was pride, and we didn't have much pride. No. And, no, it'll be and, funny to see how much of a difference Cloak makes. That actually, team. I, I lied. I had, I had two things to say about it. When you look at the scoring worm, it looks like Sydney kicked all points. Yeah, because <laughs> like, it's that small. <laughs> that's, that's how small it is. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, Suns versus Port. I mean, Port got a win, you know, which is good to see for them, but yeah. I, I don't think anybody was watching this game. No. And I didn't. And that's the thing is, a lot of the notes that I took for for games, especially the ones that you didn't catch, try and catch replays and yeah. get a get a grasp of it. But some of it have nothing there, and that sums up that entire game and the interest is in it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, especially when there were two teams playing finals that are playing at yeah. the same time. Yeah, I'd like to see the uh, the viewing figures um, for that game. How many switched yeah. over you, after a quarter time? You probably get first and last names. Yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> um, on to. The Ruse and GWS. The first thing, they went on a lot about it on the commentary. 20-odd thousand? Now, uh, 20, 23, I think it was. 22 and a bit. Disappointed? Look, they actually had the stats, and it was GWS's biggest match in Melbourne. So, I don't know. I mean, so the GWS supporters came out in force then. <laughs> <laughs> there actually were a few there. Not, not mean, many. I'm not doubting that at all for only 20,000 20, at a North Melbourne home game against top four. I mean, that is something good if GWS make finals. Yeah. I mean, because they only allocate 15,000 seats yeah. to members for the teams that play. I mean, everyone gets one. Yeah. And look, I mean, I feel sorry for North Melbourne supporters because Boomer's gone, Petrie's yep. gone, um, Frito, Frito's gone. Santo. That's like four out of ten players that the supporters know. Yeah. <laughs> so, what are they doing next year? <laughs> well, they couldn't have 
balls that up any further, could they? Yeah. Oh, fuck's sake. Yeah. Like, for a start, like, yeah, there was a whole thing about how apparently the players put the hard word on the coach and said, look, we need to know this week. Which is fair enough. Yeah. But there's better ways of doing it than sort of coming out and saying, oh, yeah, we're cutting a lot of them. And, and look, straight up, I, w- I would keep Boomer over Higgins, like, at, at current form, because Higgins come back from injury. Boomer's top three in their best and fairest issue. Exactly, yeah. yeah. He's, I looked yeah. through the stats, he's top five in pretty much everything. Yeah. From yeah. goals, uh, yeah. kicks, uh, handballs, tackles, you name it. How the fuck did you ever do that? Like, and he's coming off a uh, best-on-ground performance yeah. the yeah. week before. Yeah. It's stupid. 30-3, and yeah. three, and I think he still had uh, two goals over the weekend. Yeah. But, um, you know, the argument is, oh, you know, what if he drops off and plays VFL? What if? Yeah, take that chance. <laughs> like, yeah. you're not going for top two next year. Like, I tell fuck. you what, what if he retires at round eight next year? Yeah, exactly. Fucking people turn up to round eight, you can fucking guarantee it. Now, the You've argument got a great is, assistant coach. obviously, they want to rebuild. Um, but, you know, you're already, you're getting rid of the other three, which is, yeah. is fair enough. Yeah. That's three rebuilds, uh, you know, three Older openings, players yeah. that are now no longer there, that other people That's are getting spots. Cap room and Do you need four? Yeah, exactly. Three's good enough, surely. Plus, so, if you're going four, I agree with the theory, but there's other ones you'd chop before. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's be honest. Essentially, they're saying we yeah. we will give a spot to Magic Door and not to Boomer Harvey. We yeah. will give a spot yeah. to Robbie Nahas. That is the one that fucking yeah. shits me. And not Robert, yeah. Har- uh, not uh, Robert Harvey, uh, Boomer Harvey. Yeah, they probably they draft Bomber, uh, Boomer Harvey. Uh, Robert Harvey as well. Fucking they, hell. They still could Too many fucking Harvey. Harveys. Yeah, I, I, honestly, makes zero sense to me. Yeah. Because you've gutted uh, over a thousand games of experience there, which, you know, sometimes you need to do that. Not with a player who is in fucking top form and earlier this year kicked his career high goals and is dominating players who are much, much younger than him. Uh, He's still getting uh, tagged. I saw somebody had put out the question, how should they handled Boomer's retirement? Ask and him. My answer was, you should ask him when it will be. Boomer will handle it. It's all good. Yeah. Just ask him. You keep him for a year too long. doesn't matter. That's exactly he, right. He has earned that right. Look, That's the way it goes. I'm as optimistic as anyone, but when I win the flag next year, we can win an off-field sort of achievement by seeing him off properly. And look, it's not too late. They can still give him a contract. I fucking okay. hope they do. Can't see it happening. No, unfortunately, neither can I. But um, uh, I, so I live in hope. What about the game, though? I mean, Giants were impressive again. Uh, yep. Stevie J was kicking them from everywhere. Patton's yeah. clunks and big marks. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and I think Stevie J, having a bit of local knowledge about the Melbourne playing Eddie as well, would have um, maybe played a role. But I think he's just a pig for goals. Yeah, that's pretty true Does as well. Does not give a shit about anyone. But their running game, GOS, was sensational. And like we've always said, that's what you need to do at, at Eddie had to win. But the amount of times they're able to get behind... Um, the backman. Yeah. That's exactly what we need to do. Yeah. They ran hard, and yep. you could see it wasn't just uh, two blokes running from the back line yep. to the forward line. It was ten. And that, that's like we've said week after week. When you're playing Etihad Stadium, you have to play down the middle. And you yep. need like three runners to mm. run the ball down there mm. because you cannot play it quick around the outside. There's no grip there. It looked no beautiful uh, when they well terrible for me because I was sitting right behind the GWS bench, but it looked uh, beautiful for a football f- football fan to see that happening. Um, you know, in the positives for North, Magic Door started to be something. Yeah, his hard work's paid off. Let's yeah. be honest. He's taking some nice marks. Yeah, he, I mean, he's he not earned a contract. He's not scared. He, oh shit, no. He's not kicking straight yet. But fuck, there's plenty of full forwards are in that yeah, boat. Yeah. There's plenty of other positions he can play too. So, but the <laughs> defenders have to lock him in as the forward. Yeah, the defenders have to be aware of him now. Um, yeah. they're like, oh fuck, where is he? And same as in ruck, he was he was leaping that damn high. He yeah. could have head butted the yeah. ball before Mumford touched it. Honest to God, I think he's a he's a wingman. I think he's got that agility and that body that he can't be too. He's not a good enough kick to be a full forward, and he's not physical enough to be a backman, but his agility and his ability to run with the ball 
See, was was very good. That's what he's played in the last few games. Yeah, if he could read the ball, I'd yeah. love him at centre half back. That's you know? it. It's just a little bit of game sense, which is yeah. has improved and it had to. Yeah, because um, yeah. he was fucking useless. Um, while we're speaking about rucks, I thought Mumford sometimes just monstered Goldstein. Goldstein's not right. No, yeah, he hasn't yep, looked right all year. No, not um, uh, not after about round twelve, I think it was when he did uh, that little shimmy knee or whatever it was. Yeah, he, uh, got a feeling it was against. The, I don't know why. I think against the Bulldogs, he had his knee heavily strapped. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, but uh, Mumford also nearly killed Swallow again, which is yeah. just the it's the one a game thing. It's like his uh, finisher. Mumford looks like everyone stole his lunch. Yeah, um, he loves it too, yeah. doesn't he? Fucking J Mac got injured again too, which we haven't had a game without an injury. I can't remember since when. No, yeah, injuries always been extensive, but when you've got forty year old men, what happens? Well, that's the problem. He's twenty two. <laughs> Where's he around forty year old men? Um, Saints and the Lions at Etihad Stadium. It was. Uh, a little bit of almost, um, what do you call it, Pro Bowl or All-Star game yeah, about this one. Yeah. Not much defense going on. Exactly. 250-odd points scored. Nick Rewalt's kicked nine. Yeah, so good defense there. Yep. And, and they're still trying to bang up Zorko for an All-Australian kick, but yeah, yeah, nah, that's, yeah. That's, let's look with silly. that. Um, and uh, even the big sauce bottle, he's kicked a goal and got suspended in his last game. Yep. Fair play. Brilliant stuff. Exactly. Wouldn't what a trooper. Less. And the fans in the audience, in the maybe 20 of them that were there, would yep. have been proud as fuck. So, uh, Is he going to turn up for the MRP? Like they say, you know, give us your... Give us your only the punch him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, he could turn up and defend himself. They might downgrade it to a fine. <laughs> going, oh, fuck. <laughs> Keep me fucking mouth shut. Uh, no, he's great. I love sauce bottle. Yeah, um, yeah. you have to. Uh, so yeah, I think he'll take his two game suspension. I mean, that puts him out of the uh, Ireland game. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to try his best not to become coach. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he might have stepped into the coach's box and just gone, "Yeah, Leper's still here." He went, hey, yeah, where the fuck is everyone? <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything else to say about the game? I mean, it was nah. it was running. Uh, it, the one thing was you could see that Brisbane weren't tanking. Yeah. I mean, they still scored 100 points. Yeah. And yeah. Um, they've got some players that always try hard, like Zorko yeah. does always try hard. Yeah. And put him in another team and the the talk around him, I mean, it's always been there, but it completely changes. He puts him in the league of Trelaw and people like that, yeah. I think. Revolt scoring uh, 200 uh, Dream Team points. Yeah. It's the highest I've ever fucking seen. That's embarrassing for an opposition, to be honest, because we've been to the games and Revolt's all heart, yep. but his mm. body is fucked. So if he can put that whole game together yeah. against an opposition, you're not putting too much pressure on him. Well, against the 17th ranked side. But, so he, yeah, he's allowed well, a day out every now and then. But we've seen like the game, especially against North. North did it awesome when they played St. Kilda. And they just beat him up. Well, it was funny. It really hard for him. He has to have, have a lot of substitutions. We were at the first Western Bulldogs Saints game. Yeah. And he looked cooked. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, it, I thought he wouldn't, wouldn't last yeah. a year. Yeah. It, I, it I love Nick Merrill, man. Oh, as long as he wants, you know what I mean? But I want to be able to kick a footy with his kids. Yeah. Whatever. Um, on to the next game, which had everyone watching, was the Hawks in Collingwood. Mm. What a game. Yeah. Just yep. a fantastic game from start to finish. And, and, I mean, we had to have another game because Friday night was an exciting game with the Crows and, and West Coast only because it was uh, not oh, way Top, top four was on yeah, the yeah. line. Yeah. And the rest of them were pretty mediocre because effort was lacking in the sides that weren't playing finals. And this one brought it back. Collingwood, yep. like, much credit to them for the way they honored Swan in the third and also... Yep for showing up and playing decent, good footy to go into mm. the off-season on a high. It was Not, great for me to watch because every time a team got behind, I wanted, I went for them. Yeah, I was like, yeah, 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 yeah go fucking yeah, get them. It, oh, shit, that means they're going to win. No, you, no, catch, you catch yourself, don't you? Like, you, you are 100% telling a lie because there was no chance you were going for Hawthorne when they were behind. 
I was actually because yeah. I wanted them to beat up Collingwood. <laughs> and um, I didn't want Trelaw to have a good game. He fucking smashed Trelaw, it. Yeah. Speaking of Swanee, the way they set him off during the week as well was brilliant. Um, to have Eddie, Mick, and yeah. Nathan Buckley oh, all up on stage, beautiful. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah. perfect. And it's exactly what they should do for a champion like him. Yeah. Absolutely. And he's well-liked by everyone. Uh, everybody. Well, that's the thing is that... He, he was a drug tester. He's, he's <laughs> one of the very few that, if you're not, even if you're not a Collingwood supporter, you love that, love that bloke. Yeah. Which, yeah. which brings to the next point. Who, who's the next one? Because, I mean, I feel bad not having something positive to say about well, Collingwood. You know what I mean? Well, so Pendlebury's not bad. Pendlebury's yeah. good, but he's like on the... Yeah, he's... Same age bracket, more or less. So we've got gone. to find somebody in Collingwood that we can stomach. I, so I don't Dar- hate Darcy Grundy. Moore's done all right. He's been a bit uh, full like... forward. He's never like full forward on no, this team. No, Fuck those like guys. Him. So Jeremy Howell. Uh, definitely not the let's one. Let's have a look. Ace, nut. Fuck him. Goldsack. Fuck him. Brown. No, no Goldsack. I like Goldsack. Goldsack's really? all right. No, yeah. He's a cock. Uh, Will Smith. Actually, no, yeah, I don't like Oldsack. Fuck that guy, yeah. Marsh, really Williams, nice. Crocker. Crocker? Who's that? Jesse White. You, oh, you got to love Jesse White. He's shit. Yeah, you feel sorry for him. I yeah, don't know if you I love him because he's not a player of Richmond. And he, he totally would be a Richmond <laughs> although player. He, like, although he had a good game. He's right in. Varko's he, he's a Grundy. cunt. Uh, Brody Grundy. Grundy? Yeah. 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 He's got a man bun. Yeah, nah. Out. Out. Done. Yeah, Greenwood can get fucked too. So is good. <laughs> and maybe if if he he's a cocky do, shit. doesn't... What about yeah. side bottom? The name alone. Yep, side yeah, bottom. Side bottom. Okay. Yeah, side bottom. Side top bottom, top player as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Penelbury's just Steel. too Plus, old. He, he doesn't. He doesn't like. He's not one of the continual get the ball all the time and do stuff. He just does enough that you're like, I respect mm. that, but not enough where you're like, I fucking hate that cunt for how good he is. <laughs> Plus, he reminds me of uh, Fernando Alonso. Plus, the so- side bottom could be like some like B level a... superhero. No, he's... I was going to say it's a porn star name for sure. Steel uh, side bottom. Steel... I was going to say he's like an offsider to James Bond, or I don't know if he's a James Bond villain. Uh, offside no. to the villain, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. Mid tier. Steel side bottom. Offside yeah. to the villain who goes over to James Bond's side. The traitor. Yeah. The narc. All right. Who, yep. who sees the error of his ways. So that's the next thing we've solved is. Copy paste Hollywood. Next one to like on Collingwood list is still side bottom. Um, Jack Fitzpatrick does more with one kick at Hawthorne than he ever has done at yeah. Melbourne. Well, I mean. What an amazing goal. It's not, a, not an unusual occurrence for someone to leave Melbourne and do something good, let's be honest. So. <laughs> Um, it, I think Nick Maxwell asked him. He said, oh, "Mate, you know you're excited. You're going to play finals. Have you played finals before?" He said, "Mate, I've only won three games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's been in the system for five years. Yeah, yeah. it's his third win." And, and I mean, speaking of Collingwood players that I like, Nick Maxwell was another one. He was. Yeah, I did like him. I didn't buy into the hate that uh, yeah. he got. You know, oh, GC guards grass and whatnot. Yeah, don't exactly. worry about him. Yeah. Plus, his his conduct after his career finished with Collingwood has been exemplary. Um, crossing codes, coming back. Uh, always trying his best to help out the growth of sport in Australia. So yep. good mm. on that guy. Yeah. Mind you, the, anyone on the team I'd uh, gladly, gladly shake hands with before I yeah. won up to Nathan Buckley. And he looks like Glenn Maxwell from Australian Cricket Team yeah, as well. Yeah, he does so. a bit. It's yeah. just stretched out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not as fucked up in the face. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was a fantastic result for Collingwood, though. They look like they've yeah. uh, got some momentum going into yeah. next and year. And the, the crowd that turned out, hey, big ups to all of those guys yeah. that came out. That was the biggest mm. crowd for a, a non-finals playing team, I think. See, this works for me in two ways, though. Like, Collingwood have shown that they, they can do something next year, so it's going to be good to watch them play. Yeah. But they've also shown that they can build up their supporters' hopes. Yep. And... It's kind of like they'll come crashing down with a fucking thud. It's no good if they expect to be shit and are yeah, shit. Yeah. They need expectations to be yeah. dashed. Because yeah. currently there's 15 teams who expect to make finals next yeah. year. And, and Richmond need Collingwood's hopes to be very, very high in off-season. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, all focus is just down the road and uh, we're in big trouble. Otherwise, they won't take victory yeah. off your hands. Yeah. <laughs> Our off-season isn't as hopeful, let's be honest. 
No, your off season will be spent in Vegas. <laughs> Our off season will be undisclosed. Um, another uh, goal I want to mention in the game was uh, Billy Hartung uh, when he's picked up the ball. Now Travis Varko is a fast player. He's he got is. some time. And he's been playing pretty good. Too. Been playing well this year yeah. as well. So Billy Hartung, one burned him off running into goal. Two went. I can slow up and steady up for my shot. Yeah. How much arrogance do you have to have to be able to go, Travis Varko's behind me, but I'll just steady up. Yeah. He, he reminds me yeah. of the Tasmanian devil. He just like, he's runs, just this, he? He's yeah. got this long body, tiny legs, but they just blur into a single motion. He's a, <laughs> he's a quick lad. I hmm. thought that was... Uh, I tell you what, if you miss the goal after that, then you're just an idiot. But uh, Exactly. Put him through the middle, no worries. But it was like... It was that fluid motion where, you know, straight away, as soon as he's steady and he's kicked it, yeah, that's perfect. That's Where if you have too much time, that's when you know the thought process come into it, and that's when you yeah. fuck it up. It's like someone shooting a three pointer, and when there's that extra half a second too long, you know, nah, nah. no good, too too too, too open. They spun into the the ball in the hands twice. Yeah, nah. yeah, exactly. No good. Yeah. Um, and the last emotional game of the round was uh, Frio versus the Dogs. It's a shame that uh, right at the end, when Pav was just trying for one more goal, yeah, uh, and he had a shot like dead in front from twenty five out and sprayed it wide. He sprayed a couple wide, but the last one was the easiest shot. If you were the man on the mark for the dogs, you've got to step over the mark, don't you? Surely. <laughs> Give him the 50. Surely you, do something. You, just, you just walk up to Pav and shake his hand. Oh, did I go over yeah. the mark? Sorry about that. Yeah. Actually, that, that, that would be a fitting piece. Tribute. And, and especially when like you don't have a flag or anything to hang on your name, just at yeah. least you've got the respect of everyone on the field. Well, and he did. I mean, he, he does, yeah. You've got to mention on the doggies banner too, of, of course. And yeah. Everybody was watching this game just to see Pav. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he got his uh, did his own little lap of honor. He, he dismissed the Bulldogs. Yep. Said, "Mate, don't wait for me." And hey, let's let's not forget that this is a big win for South Australia. They can finally get him back. <laughs> <laughs> he might be coaching Brisbane. <laughs> he could, he'd be coaching West Adelaide. Let's be honest. He'll be down there. <clears throat> hey, no, sorry, Norwood's a parade. The parade. Yep. Yeah. Um, in the game, I think that uh, Bulldogs were just trying not to get an injury. It yeah. didn't work out. They still got one. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, it was good. Frio showed something. Um, Let's be honest. Their story has been locking Neil. Yep, for the year. Been mm. absolute standout. And I'll throw in Shane Yaron in the last yeah, month. Yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. He's looked good. Yeah. So uh, they got hope there. Yeah. Um, and even more hope once they rewash Lyon. <laughs> yeah. Well, they'll be very busy in the off-season. Uh, Ballantyne said he's going to move, didn't he? Yeah. Ballantyne says Zach Clark said yep. he's thinking about it. Uh, Chris Maine. Maine. They haven't uh, announced their delistings yet. So they're going to be... Uh, a very big player. It'll be interesting to see if they do stick to the old find the best Western Australian or whether they actually go, all right, well, let's find the best footy player. A lot of the times their <laughs> pre or sorry, postseason moves have been, I want to go to West Coast, I want to go to Frio. Okay, yeah. well, you're coming here. What can we do? Well, so it's almost whoever's fallen into their lap. And it's, yeah. And it's happened like it happened last year with Harley Bennell. Look, Cam McCarthy's still waiting. Cam McCarthy's waiting this year. Brad Hill's waiting this year. Yep. I think um, Aaron Black will be heading west. I don't know whether we go to West Coast or... Frio, but I mean, I think he's going to go wherever he can. He can. Yeah, it could be South Frio, which is too bad because he could. <laughs> to be honest, he's a talented motherfucker when yeah, he's, he's on. He's he's better than VFL. He's not good enough for AFL. Yeah, he's there's a few players. His like consistency's not good enough. His, exactly. his highlights yeah. are fucking. Yeah, he's awesome. unproven. Could could give him a go, and he turns out to be a game winner in nine out of ten matches, but unproven. It's very hard to pick up. Yeah, no, they'll do all right next year, Frio. They won't be down this end of the ladder once they'll, they get do Fife back yeah. and Sandalands for a whole year. I mean, if Sandalands plays a whole year. Um, but uh, yeah, they, they've, uh, they just forget about this year. I think that's what they'll do. Yep. Yeah. Pretend and it didn't happen. Um, all right. Well, that gets us through the round. Um, there's no need to talk about games this week because there's only the Legends game. 
yep. which is good for a laugh. And but the women's game. Even the laugh has disappeared over the last few years, I feel. Well, yeah. it'll be interesting to see how Channel 7 do it because there's a lot of money behind it this year. Right. Whereas Channel 9 didn't have the resources to put yep. behind it. And you're not going to invest in it either. They've got a strawny out every fucking game. This is where they need to get the Foxtel Cup back and have the final on this week. Yeah, but, but the Foxtel Cup, I mean, I think the crowds that for that were like 100. Like literally 100. Did they have it like proper stadiums or have it yeah. in regional though? See, no. They didn't have a regional because they're the fans will get behind it. They, they had it in proper stadiums on a Wednesday fuck. night. See, proper stadium is the wrong way to go at it. You got to get the stars to go out to the regional. That's the whole point of, of growing. That's like the, the, the soccer, who the yeah, the preseason, preseason one. It's exciting, man. F- you see the proper F- teams. So the FA a cup or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, but obviously you're going to have like AFL teams playing the other teams because yeah. it's a different sport. And I mean, it's not one goal or two. You know no. what I mean? It's fucking like it's hammered. And no chance. So at least they're they're busy, and you got like a, a focus there. But anyway, whatever. All right. What do I so we won't worry about those games. So <laughs> yeah. what we'll do is we'll go through and have a quick look at uh, the All-Australian. Um, the squad was named yesterday. I think the team gets named tomorrow or the next night. Who, I think it's after we, we, we put our votes in, I think. Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm, I'm putting mine in. Um, I'd say that there's always controversy when the squads get named and the teams get named. And, no. oh, he's unlucky to miss out. And, oh, he should have been in. And what's this scrub doing in there? But... I think the the real only surprise to me was one Ruckman. But yeah. try to think, who well, else would you put in there? I'm like, nobody else had a standout year? No one was consistent. Like, I think Gorn was the only Ruckman to play all games. Yeah, or, or, yeah even close enough. Yeah. Thought, you think, yeah. who else, like, either you pick the second best Ruckman, just yeah. by default, yeah. but nobody else had an all-Australian year. Yeah, no, exactly. Right. Goldstein was good in the first 10 rounds. Nat Nui is good through the middle. Um and that new missed most of the middle. Oh, sorry, good at the, the start. The start, yeah. yeah. I mean, Mumford was here and there. I mean, yeah, Mumford was thereabouts. Um, and then you had, you know, maybe some guys like Blitzars were popping up here and there, yeah. but not enough to be in all. Like there was no one who had a, a consistent season uh, at all, pretty much. I think yeah. pretty much every ruck was injured. The closest I could think of was Rory Lobb out of GWS, but again, yeah. not for his ruck work because he led the league in. Yeah. Uh, contested marks. Yeah. Yeah. But not really. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's a bit of a weird one. Yeah. This year. Uh, although, to be honest, I thought Jack Fitzpatrick, after kicking that goal, <laughs> like, <laughs> he's a shoe in. <laughs> it's his first game, but, you know. Sort of a couple of extra votes. It's got to be something. But uh, if we uh, we named our sides, I named my side. No. All right. Brenton and I will we'll go through. We'll do the back line. Start of the back line. All right. We're going back first. Yep. All right. And, and just for a disclaimer, I've got also on my list, I've got the. Unlucky to miss out in, in my squad. Yep. I've also got the lucky to be in the actual Australian squad <laughs> as well. So, All right, let's go. And my credibility is nothing. So my back line, I went um, Doherty from Carlton, Alex Rance fullback and Robbie Tarrant in the pocket. All right. I've got Laird, Rance and Rampy. I thought Rampy had a great year. Yep. I've got um, Rampy up a bit forward. Yep. Right. On. Half so, back line. Half, half back line. I've got Gaff, Shaw, R- Rampy. Okay, there you go. Well, I've got Shaw, Tarrant. And Corey Enright, who yeah. I think that would be his seventh All Australian if he makes it, which is not fucking bad. Yeah, I was like, fuck that old cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Story of your high school. <laughs> All I've right, got, the center line. Right, I've got um, Kennedy from the Swans. Yep. I've got Callum Ward in the middle, and I've got Dustin Martin on the wing. Not bad. Yeah. I've got Lockie Neal, Dangerfield, and Andrew Gaff. Yeah. Lockie Neal was one of my unluckiest not to get in there. You didn't pick Lockie Neal? Yeah, well, I thought there was there was uh, like he was definitely in there, but I was like, 
looking at reasons of why he should be above someone else and then like converse to that as well. And I just couldn't yeah. have that one extra one that put him across there, Fair like game winning and and like a rose amongst thorns. Fucking that's harsh, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I am harsh. I'm all very right, harsh. half forward line? Half forward line was Jack Stevens, Josh Jenkins and Bontempelli. You got Josh Jenkins in there? Yeah. Interesting. Half forward. I had uh, Tom Lynch from the Gold Coast. Yeah. Uh, Buddy and Luke Parker. Yeah. Yeah. All right, the full forward line. Full forward, I've got Eddie Betts, Josh Kennedy from the Eagles, and Tom Lynch. Tom Lynch? Yeah. I've got strong marks. Can go around there. I'll be honest, I thought this full forward line names itself. Yeah. Betts, Kennedy, Rioli. Rioli was a tough one, but I'm looking at where I fit players, and Josh Jenkins had too much of a presence in the forward line, marking, getting alone, getting yep. free, that I couldn't ignore it. But also, Tom Lynch's uh, marking and goal kicking was amazing. So it was really tough for me yep. to figure out. So I, I, I put now, the, the theory you, that there, I could have one true forward pocket. So that was Tom Lynch from the Gold Coast. Yeah. Yep. 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 So I had, I had one true forward pocket that I could play there, yep. and it was Rioli versus Betts. And I, I didn't have enough bet, reason to put... No, Betts kicked 60 bets. versus Rioli kicked Exactly, 40. yeah. yeah. Uh, but the thing is, Rioli played a different role as well with Hawthorne this yep. year, I found. He went up the ground more and laid tackles. He put... Lots of forward pressure, which isn't usually his MO. So that's why I had to put Betts in there before for him. And also why I had to put Lynch in there because of his what he's done in the he's, forward he's line of the team. Yeah. And really played more of a up the ground sort of role. Yep. Did it very, very well, but not enough to obviously go over the midfielders. The followers. Well, Gorn is yep. a ruckman. That's yep. a given. Yeah. Got Dangerfield and Parker. I put Martin and Trelaw. Martin and Trelaw. So I mean we've got the same midfielders yeah, more or less. around or less. Yeah. Um so round it out with your interchange bench. I didn't write about bench. I just put right. your first on there, and then I've got my unluckies and well, my lucky to be in the squad. Well, pick your four unluckies because that's your interchange bench. All right. Well, I've got I've got six unluckies, which I mean, well, forty-man squads. Well, I'm covering two. half of it. <laughs> All right. So my unluckies are Lockie Neal, um, Trelaw, Selwood, and Hanbury. So essentially, that's your bench because yep. they name a bench for the all Yeah. The other two that I didn't put in that was Reality and Shuey. Well, I mean, my bench is Sloan, Selwood, Talia, and Shuey. Because yeah. they usually put three midfielders and another player on the bench. Yeah, yeah. So I'll put Talia on yeah, the I bench. Did, I did, I actually, I thought year. about Rackman. I looked, looked at Talia, I was like, cunt's overrated. <laughs> <laughs> so well, fuck it. All right, so who's your lucky to be there? Lucky to be there was Rory Laird. He played seven in games. That's all right. He's only missing oh, five. Bullshit. Fuck off. There's heaps of better people that should have been getting all Australian in 17 games. I'll put him in the back pocket. Yeah, no. There's heaps better back pockets. I mean, Bash always a better back pocket. No, right, not, not quite. Not quite. <laughs> Get a bit overboard here. Mario from Doncaster. Um, Corey Enright, I think, I mean. He's brilliant. He, he's, he's done all right, but Geelong's, it's pretty handy when you've got that attacking Geelong yeah, midfield okay. there. I mean, he gets helped out a lot. He's, yeah, well, he, so what they're bobbing into? His job him. hasn't been too hard, let's be honest. So no, I but he's, he's pretty lucky to get in there a, ahead of... He's had an easy job and he's done it well. True, true. And Matty Boyd. Oh, he had a good year. I mean, he had an all right year, but there were better dogs. I mean, he stepped up when injuries came about, but I don't think it was that good where he's lived up to his, his potential. I did see, actually, during the week when uh, Lockie Neal set the record for the most disposals yeah, for a year. Like he broke Matty Boyd's record. Yep. And Matty Boyd's record was 724. Yeah. Third on the list was Matty Boyd again at 721. And the year he got 721 yep. didn't make All-Australian. Really? There yeah. you go. Because the other one was Zach Merritt. There was people were going on a big about, huff yeah. and puff about and like... Well, I mean, it's pretty easy to play in a B-grade team and yeah, so. fucking yeah, you, 200 you, possessions. You're getting 30 touches each week, which is good. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. And but, you're young. But, that's hey, great. Travis Clark was kicking six in the VFL too, yeah. so let's be honest. Um, and is that it for your lucky-to-be-theirs? Yep. I've got two. Yep, that's it. 
uh, Adelaide Tom Lynch. Oh yeah, I didn't Might, like. Yeah, I didn't even worry about looking at that. To be honest, I was going to say you're the fifth best forward at your club. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, if you're including him and not Taylor Walker, but exactly. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And uh, I thought Jack Gunston as well. He had an okay year. Yeah, yeah, but true. He, he's had an okay year. Yeah, just, but it's pretty just standard where you're going to look at all Australian. First off, you're going to go through like Swans and Hawks, whatever, and you'll pick lots of them. And then you go down like, oh, I've already picked 30, so shit. Yeah. I can only pick like 10 more in the last uh, eight. Well, typically there's someone like Warren Treadray who's on the committee, and they're yep. like, oh, for fuck's sake, yeah, exactly. yes, you can have another South Australian. Shut the fuck yep. up. <laughs> Do you reckon <laughs> there's some clubs that are like, fuck, don't pick our player. He'll ask more money. Definitely. Definitely. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> Probably like North Melbourne. Like, <laughs> well, success. Well, <laughs> yeah. North only got one player picked in the squad, and he'll. I hope he makes it. Tarrant deserves yeah. it. Yeah, I had a great year. Tarrant had an awesome year. I'm completely biased, and I don't shy away from that, but to me, he was a, an extremely effective backman. Well, the ball shouldn't have been down that fucking much, but uh, yeah. when it was, he was good. In round 22, I think, it, you know, when they play the Swans, this is his test. Yep. You know, if he beats Franklin, he, he should get it. And yeah. Franklin didn't have a kick to half time. Yeah. He and was look, zero one. We watched a lot of games, and there are a lot of times where Tarrant was playing fullback and centre half back. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, fuck. He, he did way above what his call of duty was in that team. But uh, in previous years, like I'm talking three years plus back, he would spud it up left, right, and centre. He'd kick it out in the full, he'd kick it fucking yep. anyone. This time, he's been very effective. He's, uh, His handballs hand- are awesome. Yeah, handballing <laughs> to runners. But hey, that's what a, a centre-half backman should be doing. He should be having runners come by, especially when you've got a guy with yep. at least speed. Yeah. Um, yep. Who somehow has now decided not to use that. But anyway, uh, he's, he's had a brilliant season. Oh, lucky you know Boomer there to pick up those handballs next year. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If, only, if only you had him. Um, while we're on that, I think we'll go back to uh, round... Before round one, uh, we made our ladder predictions. Right. Um, which we've spoken about. So uh, we'll go through the scores on that in, in just a moment. But just to explain to everyone how you do it, you do your ladder predictor um, before round one. Yeah. Um, and then at the end of the year, you have a look for every position wrong. So if you pick a team to finish first and they actually finish second, that's one point. And it's like golf, lower score wins. Yeah. If you get it dead on, that's minus five. Right. So every position wrong uh, is, is at one point, dead on, Minus five. Yeah. So last year, I think Brenton won with a score of 76 or about thereabouts. Yep. And I was dead last with 80-odd. Yep. And Josh, I think you were pretty close to Brenton. You only missed out by a couple. Do we have the stats for how many dead-ons we each got? Yes, we do. Fantastic. Um, it was two dead-ons to <laughs> Josh. I'm actually surprised I had two. Yeah, two. Yeah, Geelong and Collingwood, I think. Oh, fuck me. Um, Brenton and I both had three each. Yeah, I think I had Geelong and, and Brisbane correct, and uh, I can't remember who you, you Pretty were. Sure, I had but, Geelong, um, but uh, I, I filled it in there. But anyway, um, so after scores in the seventies and eighties last year, all of us beat our scores. Sweet. So it's good. We've actually learned something. Yep. <laughs> uh, and Josh, you can read out the results right there. Yeah. Well, um, coming in uh, first place with sixty-one points is me. Sixty-one points. Yeah, we did say the lowest score wins, but that's all right. Yep. <laughs> Sixty-one points. Yeah, don't fuck with me. I'm we'll making shit you up a, as I go along. We'll give you a ribbon. Um, second place is Brenton with forty-six. Oh. Now forty-six. Hey, listen to this. And third place is Heath with forty-six as well. Oh yes. No, no you got forty-three. He's won forty-three. Oh, yeah, it, it came down to actually uh, Frio winning one at forty. Are you serious? Yep. Wow. <laughs> the change of the ladder. <laughs> that could have made the last half of the season way more exciting. <laughs> we um, got a better around by round. All three breakdown. of us got six out of the top eight, correct? All right. 
and I think all three of us got two out of the top four correct. Yep. The thing is, I remember at the start of the season when we actually had the podcast where we were did saying yep. this, and I still remember someone saying, oh, you left GWS out. And I was like, yeah, I wanted to put Richmond in. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> come back to port me, yep. <laughs> as I, they always do. I had Richmond in there, and uh, I was fucking wrong. Well, I, I also, if I... Th- uh, like I said, I, I just pulled out the win here, so I'm very happy with that. Yeah. But I do think I picked Frio as minor premiers. Yes, you did. Yeah, so uh, all of us had Frio in the top. Uh, well, you had it minor premiers, and Brett and I had it uh, third. Third. So we were fucking well wrong with that. I think we got that one wrong. Yep. yep. Um, the teams we underestimated was obviously Adelaide, because I don't think any of us picked Adelaide in the top eight. No, I had them thirteenth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you had them twelfth, and Brent had them. Uh, no, he had them not eighth. So there you go, just in. Closer to the pin. So that's a pretty marked improvement on the year before. Very improved. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out that when you do a podcast, you start researching you shit. Start, it turns you out you learn some stuff. <laughs> Melbourne fucked Look out next up, season. <laughs> Melbourne what fucked us up. I had them spooning and you had them coming 16th. You as in who? Uh, Brent. Brenton? All right. Um, whereas Heath had them 14th. But uh, yeah, so that, their good season fucked us up. Uh, none, of us, none of us picked Essendon for the wooden spoon. This no, is... but we picked before the whole yeah. suspension. No, came no, out. We, we updated it. Oh, did we? Oh, well, yeah, we, we did update one. it. Yeah. Right, right, right. I, I still believe that they do better than Carlton. Carlton surprised us. Yeah, actually, that's what it comes down to because I was expecting Carlton to be shit and Essendon to be. Well, I mean, well, I thought they might have might be lots of people with lots of stuff to prove. It's funny, Carlton lost what ten in a row. Yeah, at mm-hmm. least nine could have been ten. Yeah, and yet we're still saying their season wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. I, I yeah. thought they would have lost twenty in a row. Could they, could they have hope? <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, and the, look, when they put it together, they look all right. And look, the well, people they, they picked up played well. They beat Geelong. Yeah. Mm. They lost to Essendon. Yeah. They beat Geelong. It's oh, funny old That year. can happen. Um, so let's go. We've got a uh, couple of other things that have happened recently that we can cover off quickly. Yeah. Uh, one is uh, it's great to see that AFL has decided with the week off, which is a stupid idea. Yeah. We need something to fill the papers for the week off. Yeah. Lucky Neil, uh, sorry, Lucky Whitfield, come on down. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently this has been going on for a while. For those that are not aware, turns out, allegedly, he's decided <laughs> to have uh, a couple of joints and rather than get popped for a illicit drug test, he's gone, you know what I'll do? I'll go at uh, old mate Craig Lambert's place instead and I'll sleep on the couch. Yep. Um, problem is, uh, Asada somehow has become aware of it and they've yep. said, uh, so you're uh, dodging tests, are you? Yeah. The problem is, even if you're dodging illicit drug tests, if you're found to be dodging a test, yep. that's performance enhancing drugs. It's worse, yeah. It, it wasn't somehow they found out. His ex-girlfriend had the text and sent them on. Well, I mean, that hasn't come out yet, has it? I know that they said it was a text, but was it the ex-girlfriend dobbing him in? Yep. Really? She, Fucking she got vengeance on him. Stab him, kill him. Apparently him she threatened to do it too, but, uh, you know, whatever disagreement they had... Uh, Stood firm, and uh, she decided to put him well in the shit. Well, let's be honest. Obviously, he's on a mixed martial arts fan, because he would have known what happened to Wanderlei Silva when he dodged a test. Or, or John Jones. Yeah. Try, yeah about what? 300 other blokes. John Jones dodged a test and possibly an attempted murder of a, a woman <laughs> and an unborn child. Unborn yeah. child. <laughs> so, yeah. Obviously, Wanderlei Silva jumped at the back door, and he got they tried to ban him for life, which is wider. So, they're the, yeah. the above uh, Asada, and we've seen them overall. Asada in the past, pretty recently. <laughs> uh, so yeah, never a good move to dodge. You're better off, especially if it's not in, not performance enhancing. Just take it, just yep. cop it. Like well, don't it's run. Only, it's only a strike. Exactly. Even that, it's anonymous, and then I think they kind of forget about it half the time anyway. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, 
but obviously it was probably pretty high. He just wanted to join paranoid as fuck. <laughs> Shit, can you have to get me? Imagine that. right, too, though, so it's not really paranoid, is it? If you did get tested and they're like, all right, uh, you know what you had? Oh, I'm about to add a little bit of something. All right, was it uh, Coke, heroin, uh, crack, oh, joint? Mate, don't fucking bother our time. <laughs> you have a stock dick for marijuana? <laughs> <laughs> so you could, you could end up hurting him quite a bit that yeah. way. For, for something that is, on the face of it, quite innocent. Yeah. But uh, they don't fuck around when you... Exactly. Uh, this kind of stuff Dodging the out. shit is not, yeah, that's uh, pretty annoying for those uh, drug testers as well. But if, if, I mean, you smoke the joint, fair enough, you're going to go a strike, just piss all over the cup and hand it to them, you know, <laughs> you'll get yours back. Take it's all good. Yeah. Um, you probably win a bet too. I bet you I can piss on this bloke and make him smoke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll take a shit on it. Was that Des- Desperado, that joke was yeah. told. Yeah. Buscemi told it in, yeah. in that joke. Yeah. Oh, that's really my name, Tarantino, no, actually. No, it was Tarantino. No, it was Tarantino. Yeah. You're right, it was. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. just piss over you. And you'd be happy. Yeah. That's right. Um, he looks like Buscemi sometimes. Yeah. Oh, they're all in the same movies, aren't they? Oh, always, <laughs> always, of course. Um, now, there's uh, some more delistings named today. Obviously, Lepich has uh, got the sack on Mad Monday. Zero I, fucking surprise. I don't think he was even surprised. They said, okay, you know, we're going to have our meeting this morning. Do you want to come in? He goes, yep. no, just send me a text. So right? already a Melbourne champ. Yeah. Just, just, all good. just call me. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Like, here you. Yeah. yeah. And uh, anyway, I think they should just come in and go, look, we lost too many fucking games, all right? Yeah. We've got to do something. We, we're not stepping aside. We like yeah. our jobs. So we fucked him up. Meeting closed. Yep. <laughs> Can Michael Voss have sent a resume back? They've gone, fuck, we're not that desperate, champ. Oh, I don't think Michael Voss is that yeah. desperate either. Yeah. Yeah, sure he's doing fine. So I think, fuck him out of that mess. Like, I told you, champ. I told you. Did I? Did I? I exactly, I told you. Like, do you reckon they're at the point where they're like, does anyone have James Hurd's number? <laughs> I'd, I'd yeah. love to see it. I would like, like, it's like, I want to meet up with him in France. What if he's doing, I'm doing it. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Um, who else would be interesting um, to, to get a job up there? Akamanis? Be fantastic. Well, considering he couldn't coach the bloody Neefel or whatever team he was coaching. Let's be honest, Lee Matthews would be fucking hilarious to get that job. <laughs> well, I, he's still on the board, so... That's why it'd be hilarious. Because <laughs> their board, as, as history has shown, not too stable. I'd like to see Nathan Buckley become the first dual coach <laughs> of teams he's played for. No, t- two teams at once. <laughs> Coaching both. Well, of course, there was that famous time where uh, in the VFA, uh, a Hawthorne player was, uh, sorry, the Hawthorne coach was playing for Port Melbourne. That's right, yeah. Um, so, you know, we could see something like that again. So maybe Stevie J coaches uh, Brisbane while playing for GWS. Wouldn't be the crazy thing that's happened. Wow. Well, as long as Stevie J gets paid, I don't think he'll care. What about, they said they want to coach with experience and somebody that can bring gravitas um, to the role. Barassi. <laughs> the fact that he's got dementia means nothing. So speaking of weekend of Bernie and people. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Give it a fucking go. What could happen? Well, it couldn't be worse, let's be honest. And I mean, when you're trying to create a presence in Brisbane. I can imagine it too, you know. Uh, let's put Merritt down forward. Uh, no, no. Ron, he retired last year. What? Roger retired? Bloody <laughs> 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 hell. <laughs> Fuck, I will need bucks in the middle then. And let's be honest, if you've got an answer for that situation in Brisbane, you probably get that coaching job. Because <laughs> fuck knows, I've got no idea. Um, and so on the delisting side of things as well, um, it's a sad day that we report that uh, John Butcher has been let go by Port Adelaide. The future what? is no more. The f- who could have seen it? How Can't... accurate were they named in the future? I, I do love the fact that uh, they haven't even bothered to see if anyone wants to trade for him. No, the, it's the just... Problem. You know, we kind of fucked this one up. Let's be honest, assistant coach for all Richmond squad. <laughs> well, I mean, they could go, we've got a forward that can't kick straight. Um, we could put him on the market, but 
cloak and Vicky are already there. <laughs> yeah, they got I mean, North Melbourne have cleared some room. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck, we'd pick him up too. I think even Port Adelaide Magpies are going, nah, you can keep him. Yeah. yeah. Are they still going around? Are they still yeah, they yeah, folded? Yeah. No, they uh, uh, merged. They merged oh, with the Port Adelaide. With the power. Power. Oh, okay. So yeah. I, I guess that means they share wives or Adelaide got their own SNFL team, they don't do. they? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they only play away. Oh, okay. They don't play home games. All right. So wherever they play all the other teams, they play at their home ground. Oh, okay. Weird, but uh, I kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, they've got a bit of advantage playing against me one state and yeah, Adelaide, yeah, so pretty much. Yeah. Um, any other delistings movements? I mean, the Tigers sacked every assistant coach they've had in the last four years. I think. I mean, we had to do something. We had to sack somebody, and yeah. I mean, the only one that you could make a case for. Well, I mean, definitely a case for is Choco. Choco yeah. But I'm guessing it wasn't so much a sacking as I got somewhere where I'm going to go. I, I hope and, he goes um, up to Brisbane. So do I. Uh, I hope he goes wherever he wants. Or Port Adelaide. He's earned that right. What he wants to do, I just hope it wasn't actual sacking because he deserves way more respect yep. than that. Way more respect. So I hope that he's it's already been talked about. He's like, look, I'm going here. I'm going to do what, what I'm going to do. Don't care how you spin it. Put him, put me yep. in that group. I don't care. But it, if, if we legit didn't let him go, then that's fucking shameful. It just seems like Homer Simpson was running the team. Mark Williams, you're cut. What, me or him? No, you're cut too. You're cut. <laughs> two Mark Williams cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there was. Yeah, uh, you're cut. Oh, you've been doing some good hustle, Dimmer. Something I'll else I thought was interesting uh, when it comes to appointing uh, head coaches. Obviously, you go to Clarkson's assistants. Yep, that's you know the the trend, and there's I think six of them now. Unless you're uh, Richmond, you go to Richmond's assistants. Yeah. It doesn't turn out well. Well, that's <laughs> the thing. I thought he's got six um, of his assistant coaches that are now coaching at AFL clubs. So yep. none of his proteges have lost their job yet. Yeah. One of Hardwick's has already lost his job. Yep. So exactly. a protege of his protege has already got the ass. Yep. So quick work up in Brisbane. They've done well. Turns out Hardwick should hit the books again. Figure <laughs> out where he fucked up. <laughs> it, it is a weird sort of position to be in, though. Like Richmond for so many years was like, all right, we had a shit season, sack the coach. Sack the coach. Sack the, all right, hang on. That hasn't worked. All right, keep the coach. All right, another shit season. All right, sack the, uh, well, sack the other coaches? The thing, I know you're, you're approaching 40, so you're like me where you've condensed time into like this short little little period. But we were exactly like that. And then we went, our problem is that we're sacking coaches too quick, so let's hold on to coaches. Yep. And then we got Spud Frawley, and we held him for fucking ages. <laughs> then then uh, Terry Wallace. We got Terry Wallace. Held on him for way too long. Yep. And now Hardwick. We've got Hardwick, and we've held him for fucking ages. Well, at least they're doing something different. They're exactly, ending up with the yeah. same result. Yeah. But, well, Hardwick played finals. Those other two. Yeah, no, true. Frawley played finals. Um, yeah, but Frawley had no business being a coach, let's no. be honest. And no history, really. Of I don't think he even wanted good. to half the time. <laughs> yeah, so <it> was probably right. <laughs> I mean, he's, his claim to fame was calling, um, who was it? Uh, P-Train. Fucking, that's the only joke you see going around. Fuck, what was his name? Pettifer, Kane Pettifer. Kane Pettifer. He's called himself the P-Train. Right. Yeah, and then... Frawley, one of his like huge sprays of his guns, so he's like P train, more like P brain. Apparently, the whole club found that hilarious, and that's <laughs> right. the joke they tell. Wow, because P train wasn't insulting enough. Yeah, exactly. But hey, that was Richmond at that point in time. So, so yeah. they used to catch yeah. the Frankston train from uh, bloody Richmond to <laughs> Flinders Street. That was <laughs> to, a P to Oakley, train. then catch the bus to fucking the next station, then get back on the train, and yeah. that's how it goes on those lines. Trust me, I've been on them. Yeah. Well, at least he didn't call Graham Pollock P train. Well, yeah. <laughs> I know it was a tram, but it fits. Who cares? <laughs> Fuck it, run with it. Um, all right, well, I don't think we've got anything else to cover off in AFL. we got something else? No. Um, we've got, um, you know, Brownlow predictions coming up. Uh, NAB Rising Star. Can you pick a NAB Rising Star? i got Caleb Daniel. I think he... 
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. He's got it. Yeah, I reckon pound for pound, he's the best Mad Rising star we've ever seen. Well, inch for inch, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it might be a constellation of Fantasia. Problem is, what's he going to do with the trophy? It's about his size. I don't know. Okay, Ask for a race. Maybe. You'd give it to that kid that played him in the NAB. NAB <laughs> yeah, half-time match. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's going to be uh, an interesting off-week to see how the women go and how the Legends match gets uh, uh, I mean, I'll watch, I'll watch the Legends match, but then what am I going to do Saturday? Yeah. yeah. Fuck all to do. See what we come up with for next next week's yeah. podcast. <laughs> That's about it. All right, that'll do us. Uh, hit us up on clickingballs.com. Oh, and uh, thank you to, uh, I'm going to fuck up his name now, uh, Sh- Shadow Me. Uh, Brisbane Lions supporter who yep. uh, hit me up on, on Reddit and said I do exist and he appreciated my 96 season. Oh, sweet. So thank you very much <laughs> thank for Thank you that. very much. Yep. Um, you know, Twitter, Facebook, whatever. All Clown the rest Assassin of on Twitter. Always hit us up. Clown Cheers Assassin. That, dude. You're a legend. Yep. Um, that'll do us. All right. Thank you. See Bye-bye. you later. Peace. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.